Hi, good morning, everyone. Sports Radio 93.7, the fan is your place to be. Bob Pompiani here behind the mic. Matty Ice is over there behind the glass. He'll be taking your calls. When you call up, ask him your question request at 412-928-9370. You can also tweet me at KD Pomp. We have a lot to get into today. I want to thank our sponsors, as always, for making this show possible. PNC Bank, make today the day. Allegheny Health Network, health for all. And we're driven by number one Cochrane. Go one better with number one Cochrane. Very interesting uh, what's going on with the Penguins. I want to start there just because uh, I think this road record is indicative of a team that's going to go on a nice run. My question for you about the Penguins moving into this uh, down the stretch and in the postseason is what will define a successful season to you when it comes to the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins? We have this conversation quite a bit on all sports that have been successful, certainly with the Steelers, what happened to them last year based on what your preseason predictions were. Let me know what you think, because I think they can win it all again, the way they're playing. Um, They need, obviously, Hornquist and Kessel to start scoring. They haven't done so with five-on-five play. But the way they're playing now is very indicative of a team that can do well no matter who they play or where they play. When you watch their game against Nashville, very good team, they pretty much carried the play to them. Uh, Carolina uh, is a team that they should have beaten at home, and they didn't. Uh, Last-second goals, those are a problem. I guess we'll talk about that. But overall, Matt Murray has a 940 save percentage in his last 10. I don't know how much better than that you can do. So I'm not concerned about that. Those little things, if they become habit-forming, and they have throughout the course of the season at times, that's a problem in a best-of-seven series, or certainly a winner-take-all game seven. But I think the Penguins, generally speaking, are playing it away, especially on uh, you know penalty killing has been good. They're, they're, they're getting to their attack uh, on the road quite a bit. Uh, they got to do better at home, I think, and certainly the power play will carry them. But overall, I look at the Eastern Conference, and I don't see much except Tampa and Boston. Those are two teams, but the Penguins are not going to have to deal with those two teams until an Eastern Cup final. They'll, they'll miss one of the two. They'll probably get one of the two, uh, and that could be tough. Is it Eastern Conference final? Would that def- define for you a very successful season? Because I start there. To me, that's what I expect them to get to. Because I don't think the Metropolitan Division is all what it's cracked up to be. I think the Islanders are not ready for prime time. I think they're good. They're getting better. I think um, they certainly have done a wonderful job post-John Tavares. I think the Capitals are what you'd expect them to be at this time of year, a tough team, a team that has experience now and has won a cup, but I think the Penguins can deal with that. I don't think Carolina is ready as well. Columbus is falling apart, and Montreal is the same way. So I think the uh, Metropolitan is there for the taking, even winning the division after the Caps lost last night. 412-928-9370. So I'm going to get your thoughts on the Penguins as they play Dallas tonight. It'll probably be Murray against Kadobin in goal for them. In the meantime, we're also going to talk about the Pirates as they open up the season. Uh, It starts this coming Thursday here on The Fan as they'll be in Cincinnati. I want to get your take about where do you think the Pirates will be. This is the week to do it now, and this is my show. I won't see you again until next Saturday, so therefore, I'll give you what I think a little bit later. I want to hear what you think coming into the season and where the Pirates would finish. And we'll talk about the departures of Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and what it means to the Steelers. Once the smoke clears, the dust settles, what are the Steelers? Are they better long-term without these two, or are they going to be worse without these two? 412-928-9370. That is the number. That is the agenda today. Let me know what you think. And one other shout-out to the Penn State wrestling team. You know, we don't get a chance to see them too much around here, but, boy, they dominate at the NCAA wrestling championships. They have another uh, couple of sessions today, and Penn State's in position to win a lot of national championships. 
individually, but this will be the eighth out of ninth years. It's just a machine over there. And K.L. Sanderson, their coach, a lot of people don't realize how good he was in college. I remember the days. I didn't pay all that much attention to it, but I think he went 159-0 and uh, at Iowa, was it? Um, I'm not I'm not sure where he went, but he, he, he was undefeated, and he won four national championships. So you got that guy is a maniac in charge, and he's going to get the best out of it. They made a commitment to his program, and it certainly started to show. All right, let's go to the lines. We'll begin with Rob in North Versailles. What's up, Rob? How are you today? Hey, Bob, hope your rap is as good as your rap with uh, Ray was. No, that, no well, first of all, thank you, but I'm not, i got to work on my rap skills and my bracket skills because when so, you bracket with my bracket. <laughs> so I just saw um, projected standings for the NL Central. I tweeted it out to you as well. Uh, they got the Pirates in last place, but with an 82 and 80 record and only six games out of first so this division is going to be fierce uh only 86 uh wins to win it so coming out in uh early well, who April, said that who said uh, that first of all rob who said that because i don't I believe 86 will win it. um I, I sent you the picture i think it was roto but uh they had them uh that's how they had it playing out so it's going to be. I think they can be in the mix. The starting pitching, if this is what we think it is, uh, that's going to be helpful. Jung Ho Gong, X factor. So these first nine games in the NL Central uh, to start the season are going to be uh, pretty big. Yeah, I, you know, I, I could see where people will have them finishing fourth or fifth, uh, and I know why they would have them finishing fourth or fifth. Rob, um, I think it will be a tight division. I don't think the Pirates are a bad team, but I also know the teams in their division are better. Uh, I, and all you can do is judge them on what you see on paper at this point. What you know is the Cubs are loaded. They always are in the last several years. Uh, so I, And they haven't done all that much in the offseason, but they do have a healthy U, Darvish, which will help them. Uh, I think the Cardinals have added a lot, specifically Goldschmidt, who they're announcing this morning at a press conference to make it official, five years, $130 million. Uh, and, and to me, that's the kind of deal the Pirates could do with someone if they wanted to. Um, and then, of course, you have Milwaukee, which is – even better, and I think Milwaukee may be the uh, favor going into this one. The Reds are going to be improved, just like the Pirates. I think they'll be; those two will be pushing each other around. But it's going to be mostly for fourth or fifth place. I think. All right, Rob. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Let's move along down to Carol and Clinton, who joins us here on the Bob Pompiani Show Saturday morning on the Fan. Hey, Carol, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, I just have to get this off my chest. I called you last season and, and during the football season, and I told you that I hated Le'Veon Bell and that I would rather lose without him than win with him. And the way he I actually remember your call because you were pretty passionate that day. I was, and you tried to talk me down from it, and I still felt the same way through the whole thing. And I just think it is horrific how he has left this town and in an effort to make himself feel better about the way he blew it, he has just thrown everybody and his Aunt Lillian under the bus so that he can make himself feel better and try to look better about the crappy deal that he got and how he just blew it with us. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what he's doing, Carol. Um, he's backpedaling. He can, he can backpedal as, as well as he can cut in the hole. I can see that. Um, this is a guy who was offered a very fair and, in fact, over-the-market value by the Steelers. Uh, and, of course, you're going to get all the people who say, well, the $33 million is not $35 million. That was two years ago, number one. Number two, the Steelers are not going to cut you if you're, produ- if you're productive. And I would have, you know, 
looked at his contract, he'd be in year three of it now. He'd he'd get all of that seventy million that I think they offered him a couple of years ago. But you know, and then when he didn't get what he wanted, he wanted to redefine the marketplace as a running back. He wanted to become a receiver as well as a running back. Well, that wasn't going to happen because it's one and the same. If you're a running back, you have to catch the ball out of the backfield. It's always been part of the job description. So he thought he was smarter than the system. It turns out he's not smarter than the system. And it turns out he settled for something that was far less than what he had anticipated. And thus in doing so, he then changed the narrative because he didn't want to admit that he made the mistake. What's wrong with that? Admit it. You you miscalculated the market. Instead, he then says the Steelers – don't treat you like humans. And that was his quote, right. in which I took him right. to task and on Twitter. I did Because he changed it on me. He made it sound like the city. He didn't say the city. He was talking about the Steelers. No, and he and the, the thing is that he he's trying to make himself feel better about this. And, you know, the thing, like the saying, free at last, free at last, that was really disgusting. He has turned out to just have no class at all. Thanks, Carol. Appreciate the call. We're up against the break. We have Kevin, Al, Bill on the lines. We take calls for two hours here, so this is your place to do it. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. We'll take a break. Come back with more of those calls right here live on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.